Next on BYU Sports Nation, a two-game series with Tennessee and Elijah Bryant's big night in Portland with number one Gonzaga tomorrow. What's the biggest story right now? We've got two of the best to ever put on a BYU uniform. Jamal Williams joins us to talk preparing for the NFL, and Max Hall chimes in on the Cougars scheduling the Volunteers. And Spencer Linton live from Portland. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. Happy Friday, homies. BYU Sports Nation is live. This is your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It's Friday, February 24th. I'm Jerem Jordan, alongside voice analyst Jason Shepard. Yeah, for those who are curious, uh, Jerem, no, he is not auditioning for a golf gig. Oh, my goodness. Um, he, uh, you lost your voice last night doing yeah. the women's basketball game. Yeah, I've got a little bit of a cold. And you, a lot you, of people do, though. It's yes, all good. Yes. It's all good. So, but, but look, Trooper, he's here today. Hey, we get, play has got to play, right? You got a ball. Let's go. And last night was funny as well. Um, not the game per se, but before the game, a lady came up and had a sign and it was awesome. It said, "We love BYU, we love you know BYU Sports Nation." It had Spencer, and then it was crossed out and had my name on it. I don't even, I don't know this lady, but she's my new best friend. <laughs> this was amazing. I don't. She, and she told me she said, uh, she wanted a, yeah, she wanted a pick. I was like, well, I might as well get a pick. You know, Spencer's gone. Might as well take advantage of the moment. So yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I, she said, She's, I thought Spencer would be here tonight. So she was going to troll Spencer in person yeah. and said, I was there. <laughs> she thought Spencer would be there. Normally he is. Yeah. When she said that, I'm like, I didn't uh, understand the sign at first. Yeah. I didn't realize that, you know, she had originally written it and then changed it and added your name when she realized you were there. I don't know if she crossed it out when I was there. I think she brought it to the venue. That looked prepared. I don't think she had the paint and everything at the Marriott Center. Oh, well, I think maybe. she came to the game <laughs> to like to, to let Spencer, Spencer know that you were her yeah. favorite. Yeah, exactly. Not him, which is really funny. Wow, she was like disappointed to see me, even though her sign well, was she, about she, me. She came up to me first. I was like, "Hey, where's Jerem? I got a sign for Jerem." I'm like, "You know what? I think he it, there. He is." Oh, that's really. And funny. And that began the night. Oh man, and it was a good night. It was a good night uh, for almost everybody, but about the baseball team, which brings us to today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headline. Booyah. Men's basketball beat Portland last night. 97-78 led by Elijah Bryant's career high 39 points. For BYU, look, injuries we know are part of the game. Portland will tell you. Alec Wintering, his situation. Oh, my. What a night for Elijah Bryant. 37 points. Five now above his previous career high. The weekend finished with 39 in the game, 7 of 12 from 3, 12 of 12 from the line, which brings us to an impressive stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Elijah Bryant's 39 points last night is the most scored by a player in West Coast Con- in the West Coast Conference this season. How about that? That's crazy. When you think of all the talent, he wasn't even a starter until L- LJ Rose got hurt. 39? 39 points. And it started right at the, at the, yeah. the onset. I boom, mean, like boom, right boom, at the boom. beginning. Hit his first three and just kept shooting. Was feeling it. 
Yeah. It was super impressive. He looked like he was at Nickelcade last night. I mean, he was just getting buckets. Like Papa Shot? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Elijah Bryant, after the game, told Spencer Linton and other media that he stayed in the moment. My three started going in. I knew my, my shot was on, but I kind of didn't let it get to my head. I was trying to stay in the moment and focus on the next play. That way I didn't, my head didn't get too big and start taking bad shots. So I think being able to stay in the moment and focus on the next play allowed me to have a great game. Eric Mika had 19 points. Steven Bayo scored 12 off the bench in the win without Yoli Childs, who sat out with a sprained ankle. More on the Portland game coming up with Spencer Linton from Portland as the Cougars prepare for top-ranked Gonzaga. Oh, yeah, that game tomorrow at 10 Eastern on ESPN2, BYU Radio, and the BYU Radio app. Big news for BYU football. They announced future games with Tennessee on September 7th, 2019 in Knoxville and September 1st or 2nd of 2023 in Provo. That's right. I love it. That's right. BYU and Tennessee, it is a true home and home. We've got another SEC team coming to Provo in 2023. Oh, and don't sleep on the fact that Idaho State was also in the release. BYU announced a game with Idaho State on November 16th, 2019. That's such an ancillary note. Oh, yeah, and Idaho State. <laughs> now, don't sleep on Idaho State. They're next. Thank you, Trevor. Appreciate that. That's big time. More on uh, hoops and Tennessee in football coming up in what's trending. Third-ranked men's volleyball swept eighth-ranked Stanford. Take that, Cardinal. Jake Langlois led the team with 14 kills. They play again tonight, 10 Eastern time. The game can be streamed on pack-12.com. Ben Patch did not play in that match. Yep, BYU gets a sweep. Women's basketball pulled away from Portland in the fourth quarter to win last night at home, 73-60. to That one, and Broadhead tipped it to herself. Broadhead up underneath and lays it in. What a play. BYU by eight. Four Cougars scored in double figures with Mackenzie Pulsifer leading the way with 20 points. Hey, also, uh, Amanda Wayman, first career double-double, 11 points and 10 rebounds. Congratulations to her. Senior day versus Gonzaga is tomorrow at 4 Eastern on BYU TV, BYU Radio, and the apps. There's a lot going on, so let's get to it. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Rocky Top versus Elijah McBuckets and the Cougar Hoopsters. Today's an interesting day. Yesterday afternoon, when the announcement came out about Tennessee football, we thought, well, there's what's trending tomorrow. That's easy. Because that's a big deal. Yet, last night, Elijah Bryant goes off. So there are two big stories going on right now in Cougar sports. BYU football schedules a road and home game with Tennessee. In 2019 in Knoxville, 2023 in Provo, just the second SEC team to come to Provo ever. That's awesome. I tweeted, a 12-year-old is in a middle school right now who will play in that game for BYU. And Tom (laughs) Homo tweeted, and he's dreaming about it right now. Uh, That's a big deal. That's a really big deal that BYU gets Tennessee. 2019 schedule is loaded. It's fantastic. Then there's BYU Hoops 19, speaking of 19, point road win. In Portland, where Elijah Bryant goes off to 39. Now the Cougars play number one Gonzaga. I think because people don't believe BYU can win that game that we have ignored the Gonzaga game this week. It's the number one team in the country. When it was in Provo, it was this huge deal. Now it's been this afterthought all week, which creates an intriguing Twitter question today. Indeed. Which is the bigger story today? BYU football schedules Tennessee or BYU hoops versus Portland slash number one Gonzaga. This is interesting. Ah, the dilemma. Yes. Our first tweet comes in from uh, at Toby Mack. Uh, says, uh, 
as exciting as Tennessee is, 2019 football is more than a missions length away, and I'm impatient. So definitely basketball. Oh, that's an interesting take, right? <laughs> but here's the deal. I love how he uses the mission li- missions length away, and we all immediately know exactly what yeah. he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Like, that is a perfect way to describe yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that is fantastic. That is so good. Okay, so what's the bigger story to you right now? <sighs> Look, nine out of ten times, you're going to go with football being the bigger story. Because it's football. Scheduling an SEC team, a storied program like Tennessee, is a really big deal. BYU's basketball performance last night, specifically Eli's brilliance, doesn't lessen the hugeness, if that's even a word, of getting a legit home-and-home with the Vols. However, because the football games aren't until 2019 and 2023, the answer has to be hoops. The basketball games are now. Elijah's performance could play dividends now if it continues. So regardless of what you think BYU's chances are of beating Gonzaga for a third straight season in Spokane, the opportunity to shock the world is now. So the answer is basketball. And speaking of opportunity, Dave Rose talked about the opportunity ahead of the Cougars tomorrow in Spokane. It's it's a great opportunity for us, and hopefully our guys will take advantage of it, and and we'll we'll compete together. That's that's a, a, a big thing, and they're good, and they're deep, and uh, they've been uh, really consistent all year long. So hopefully we can catch them on a night when you know, maybe it's our turn. And is it BYU's turn? It's been their turn the last two years. I mean, don't, don't you think, though, that I mean, everything that we're talking about with the basketball, it, it, it all pertains to things happening right now. And again, doesn't take away from how big yeah. getting a, a, a true – Home and home. No one-off, no two-and-one. No neutral. Yeah, I mean, one there, one here. That's a big deal against an SEC team, but it's a couple of years down the line. Yeah, I I think because BYU is playing number one Gonzaga and Tennessee is a couple years out, I think that it's hoops because I'm going to live in the moment. The scheduling news, fantastic. Great tradition, a one-for-one. That's awesome. Scheduling for BYU football as an independent, it's like getting the hot girl's number. Whether you actually end up going out with her is different, but the victory is getting the number, right? Scheduling that. Let's see how the game plays out, but that's my best analogy there. But hoops is present. Like you yeah. said, Elijah Bryant put up 39 at Portland. BYU finally played the road game we've all been hoping for, and we just saw how high the ceiling is for Elijah Bryant, by the way. Everyone's been saying, myself included, hey, this dude's good. He can play. He can play. Torres meniscus hasn't been the same. Guess what? It's been a couple months. You saw what he can do. I know it was Portland. I know it was one game. But the ceiling is high for a guy like him. Football isn't playing a game this week. They're not playing number one Alabama. They're not playing number one Clemson. But BYU is. So the opportunity there, I'm going to live in the moment. Both are big. I go with basketball like you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's and again, one is not taking away from the other. One is just, One's now. They're both awesome. They're both like, great. One's the, so but like you said, like, one's soon as Lego I, Movie, one's Lego Batman. Yes, both fantastic. Yes. Just which one do you like more? But it, I mean, what you said to, to start the segment where you know this news comes down yesterday, like, well, there's 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 trending tomorrow. It makes it easier for us. And then and then the game last night happened. And, Elijah and, Bryant's performance and, happened. It's Elijah Bryant's performance too. Yes, that absolutely. There's no bit. question about it. Yeah, our Twitter question: What is the bigger story today? BYU football schedules Tennessee or BYU hoops versus Portland slash number one Gonzaga? That's part of what's trending. Brought to you by Ahern Rentals, offering commercial and residential high lift equipment. More than 80 locations nationwide. Let's keep it rolling on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. 
Uh, at Nick Lee 51 says, stick with the current season. It's basketball. Don't do anything to spark the dang countdown. Please, I'll do anything. Interesting. We weren't going to do it today. But since you brought it up, hit it. Countdown to the Vikings. 183. Do you want one of my cough drops? <laughs> no, I do not. I do not need one of your cough drops. 183. Thank you, Nick Lee, 51, for reminding us about the countdown. I only want one thing for my birthday, and it's to not do the countdown anymore. (laughs) Wait, is today your birthday? No, it's in October. At Crazy Cook Fanatic, football, always football. No, not always football. Today, I think it's basketball. But continue to weigh and use the hashtag BYUSN. At Y for Life, Tennessee, a winnable but historic tough matchup. Tennessee has been down the last couple years. Yes. But this game's not for three seasons, okay? Portland, close second, was not expecting such a blowout win. That's part of the thing, too. We finally saw that. BYU's played, they played well at San Francisco and Pacific, but the individual performance puts it over the top for me. At Melocopter, Tennessee is new, so it's bigger. Mm. Uh, we've known we were going to play Portland in the Zags this year since we joined the West Coast Conference. Yeah, but you didn't but, know Gonzaga yeah, was, was going to be, be number, number one. one. Listen, no team in the West Coast Conference has ever won 30 consecutive, uh, or gone 30-0. and 0. If Gonzaga wins, they go 30-0. But because the fans, I'm, I'm not sure, believe that BYU can win that game tomorrow, it's been on the afterburner. This tweet in from at Mr. Underscore Flintstone 94. Football, another solid P5 opponent. Playing Gonzaga doesn't mean as much if we aren't on the bubble. True. I get it. I get it. I really do. Hey, coming up, BYU's winningest quarterback, Max Hall, will join us on the Tennessee series and more. But first, the all-time leading rusher, Jamal Williams will join us as he prepares for the NFL Combine next week. What does he want to run in the 40? This is BYU Sports Nation. Jamal. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, full voices or not. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Conversations happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN, please. As we've been talking about all morning long, men's hoops faces Gonzaga tomorrow at yeah. the Kennel, a place BYU has won two straight games. That's crazy. It is crazy. Listen to the game on BYU Radio and the BYU Radio app at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also watch on ESPN2. We got this tweet from at one bald uh, Cairo doc. Hey, Jason Shepard, maybe you should give Jerem Jordan a break with a countdown today. He sounds so sad. Don't think he can sound any sadder. I'm trying to keep energy low so I don't lose my voice during the show. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll keep the voice yeah. for both of us. Thank you. Like I will, You're doing that. Yes. Uh, our Twitter question today, which is the bigger story today? BYU football schedules Tennessee or BYU hoops versus Portland slash number one Gonzaga. Both Jeremy and I. Agreed that both are big stories. Unlike the countdown, we agreed that Hoops (laughs) is the bigger story because number one Gonzaga, because 39 points. Be honest, if we added the countdown as a third option to the Twitter question, definitely basketball. It would be the countdown. But we agree that both are huge, but because of the newness and the recency of last night and what playing number one tomorrow means, it's, it's basketball. If Tennessee was this season, I think it'd be Tennessee. It would change things, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the, a big deal the biggest for factor sure. is the fact that it's 2019 yeah, yeah. and 2023. Which is fantastic. That 19 schedule is amazing. It's, BYU has USC, Utah, and Washington at home that month. 
What? <laughs> At pretty, home? That's pretty impressive. That's great. This tweet in from uh, Brigini underscore Jake. Okay. I believe is how you say that. He says, I know it's just Portland and whatever. Talk about the disrespect of the league. From yeah. <laughs> Steve Cleveland I think Cle- yesterday. Steve Cleveland has a message for you, yeah. uh, Jake. Uh, I know it's just Portland and whatever, but the Eli and Nick getting buckets is a super hopeful thing. That's an interesting word, hopeful. Because I think that that performance last night and the fact that BYU was able to string together two straight road wins and, quite honestly, two really impressive road wins. The first one oh, at San Francisco. Oh, back-to-back for the first time yes, of the year. Yes, that's right. So, I mean, I, I think that there are some – now, whether or not they're hopeful that BYU can win tomorrow at Gonzaga, I don't know if, that, if it's, that's it. It's but more it's, hopeful for the next couple it's, of years. Yes, it's hopeful that, look, what this team is capable of doing. Yeah. So I think hopeful is a really interesting word. Yeah, they, so, there was a president that won an election on that word. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> Uh, at Milton underscore rat football. If the news was that BYU hoops was playing Utah in the NIT, that would be the bigger story today. It hashtag really, BYUSN, hashtag safety first. That is a scientific fact, <laughs> and I really hope that happens. Uh, at Twiggy or Stone, you try to tell us it is basketball and then announce two former football players on the show. Very interesting. <laughs> oh. Hey, point Twiggy or Stone. <laughs> You know what's up. <laughs> We're going to have Spencer coming up uh, to talk about yeah, To talk about hoops. But you're right. Besides Spencer, no, we have Max on tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. Uh, how about – you're going to like this one. At Cougar Fan, I'd say uh, BYU Volleyball smoking Stanford last night. Okay, that is that is a big deal. BYU should beat Stanford. Uh, but BYU is creating a situation in men's volleyball where it's going to be BYU-Long Beach State in Hawaii, a three-horse race to the end. And guess what? BYU hosts Long Beach State and Hawaii. On BYU TV coming up in March. I'm stoked for that. Yeah, that's going to be uh, it's quite, the, uh, quite the nice little run that they're going to have. Five and five nine days on BYU TV. <laughs> that's going awesome. to be fantastic. Yeah. At Laser Sheep says, Tennessee doesn't have to play BYU. Gonzaga does. These games that Tom Holmo is scheduling are so lit. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, obviously uh, Tom Holmo, the athletic director of BYU, doing a tremendous job as BYU is continuing to get good games. Uh, BYU in 2019, as I mentioned, Utah at home at Tennessee, home USC, home Washington. Oh, the crown jewel of September independence. <laughs> the only issue with this is BYU has to go out and play these teams in September. Yeah. Because they can't get them in November as easy. And uh, although there are some good ones in November coming up, BYU in those situations, I mean, if you can go two and two, that's pretty good. Three and one is wild. Four and oh is like nearly impossible. It's tough. Those are tough September. Well, I mean, and what you're starting to see now, and obviously anytime new scheduling agreements come out, I mean, it pushes it out a little bit further. But you're now starting to see, because remember when BYU went independent, you know, they, they had to, in order to fill the schedule, had to go with some of the WAC teams. And yeah, Tom Holmes said, November was brutal. Yes, you're going to have to be patient with this, because it's going to take us some time to be able to get this. In the meantime, we, we have to schedule these teams to fill our schedule, but... You're starting to see these now where the Wisconsin's and, you know, Mississippi State, and now you've got Tennessee coming up. Provo. Yeah, I mean, awesome. you, you've got games against Stanford and USC that over the next couple of years you're going to start seeing those games pop up on the schedule. This, the, you look at the, the home games that BYU will have, the teams, the names, the history that will be coming in with these programs to oh, Lavelle Edwards Stadium fantastic. is Fantastic. Let's talk about what we saw last night and what that means for Gonzaga. Okay. Uh, BYU finally got that good road win. They went 19-point win, 39-point performance versus Elijah Bryant. That's all great. What does it mean for number one Gonzaga tomorrow? Because BYU's won the last two up there. Right. 
and they, they were led by seniors when they did it. Okay, Skyler Halford had a 14-point game two years ago. Last year, Kyle Collins with Chase Fisher, Nate Austin, the incredible block of Kyle Wilcher at the nearly uh, at the buzzer. Senior heavy making plays. BYU doesn't have a senior on this team. I th- I think that BYU can compete, but Ken Palm says Gonzaga's going to win by 24. 24? 1% chance of winning? Uh, those are terrible odds. Han Solo said, never tell me the odds. <laughs> yeah, here's, here's the deal. You know, does last night's performance dramatically change people's opinion on whether or not they're going to win at Gonzaga? No. In all reality, most likely not. No. But And, and I talk about this a lot. People are probably sick of me using this as, as part of my argument. But I, and I said it again yesterday. I believe so much in the confidence of a team. Having confidence going into any situation helps significantly. Whether it changes the outcome, I don't know. But you go in feeling better about your chances when you're coming off a positive experience. Oh, for sure. Dave Rose said those, had those same ideas after And me. so you talk about the fact, yes, you had the St. Mary's game where things just didn't go well. Yeah. But you've had your last two road games at San Francisco and then at Portland where you've had phenomenal performances and you've taken care of business early and never let off the gas pedal. Yeah. And I think yeah. that helps from a confidence standpoint to go in, whether again, whether, whether they... It changes the outcome? Probably not. But you go in feeling better about yourselves, and when you feel better about yourselves and your game and the way you're playing as a team, you typically will play better. And BYU and Dave Rose, his number one buzzword is confidence. And when he does it, he'll put his uh, hand in, in, uh, you know, in a ball, in a wrist, and he'll move it forward, confidence, as you drive it like that. He, lo- he loves to say that. BYU has guys on this team that have seen BYU win up there. The major contributors of those wins are not there, per se. Um, but I think that BYU can at least compete in this game and hopefully start better yes. than they did in Pro Bowl. That was a bad start, and BYU was in a hole they never dug themselves out of. Gonzaga led the entire time. I think at the beginning of this game, BYU can exert itself a little more. Will BYU win this game? Chances are they don't. But I would love to see BYU compete and then go to Vegas yes. feeling a little better, win a quarterfinal, and then... Hopefully you get that semifinal against St. Mary's. This is the last game that you're going to play before going to Vegas. You have one full week, by the way. Ha- have, play well. Play, make that the goal. Play well. And if that's good enough to win, great. But feel good about the way you played. You can take that into Vegas. Uh, Jamal Williams will join us uh, after the combine next week. We'll uh, try and get him on the show. So looking forward to talking to Jamal Williams in the future. But first, coming up, Spencer Linton live from Portland. But the great... BYU former quarterback Max Holland scheduling Rocky Top and Tanner Mangum taking over at quarterback. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Welcome back. Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard in Radio Vision. Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. Yeah, in fact, if you missed us debating the bigger story of the day, BYU football scheduling announcements or BYU hoops versus Portland, you can catch that segment and more on the BYU TV or BYU Radio apps or download the podcast anytime, anywhere. Good news. We did, in fact, connect with Jamal Williams, the all-time leading rusher at BYU, who now joins us on the Desert at First Credit Union Hotline. Jamal Williams, how you doing, brother? What's up, guys? How you doing today? Just a couple of uh, middle-aged uh, vanilla guys uh, here in Studio B. As you called us before, I'm kind of losing my voice, but uh, dude, uh, 
And, and uh, the Senior Bowl, now the NFL Combine next week. What's life been like for you the last uh, month or two? You know, it's just been blessing, honestly. I just enjoying this time, man. I mean, all these things I'm doing is just things I've been dreaming about doing when I was little, you know, going to the recent Senior Bowl, getting ready for the NFL Combine, and then, you know, I'm going to just have fun with it, getting ready for it, working hard, and making sure that I'm, I'm at my best. The Rainbow Fanny Pack was uh, created quite the stir. That was awesome. I appreciate it. That's right. I love Fanny Pack. I got that one. I'm like, yeah, I'm wearing that everywhere because I'm very forgetful. I lose my wallet, my car keys, something, my phone. So that's just an easy way to keeping it, you know, on me all times. And it's fashion. Jamal, it is not going to be very long, and you are going to be able to uh, afford to buy as many fanny packs as you would like. (laughs) Oh yeah, oh yeah. You don't even know. If I buy, if I get my money now, I got game money. You know what game money is? What's game money? Game money is like I got an Xbox, so I play games all day. So like games to me ain't nothing no more. Like if I want to get a game now, I just go and buy the game. I'm so happy. I ain't got to ask my mama no more. I ain't got to wait until a certain day. If, it's, if I want to buy something extra on the game, like put, buy some extra money for my player to upgrade them, it's only $20. Ah, $20 ain't nothing no more. <laughs> <laughs> so I got game money. I don't really have any tag money. There you That's go. It. So, now, Jamal, NFL.com has you as one of the five running backs with the most to prove at the Combine, saying that if you can post a good 40 time, you could be a second-round pick. What is the pressure like going into the Combine with so much at stake for you? Oh, ain't no pressure, man. I'm just going out there and doing my thing. You know, people already think they know what I'm going to run, and and they think they already know what I'm going to do, but the funny thing is they don't know how hard I've been working, how uh, focused I am and just ready to go out there and show people wrong what what I really am and what what speed I actually have. So it's going to be a great test to go out there and have that challenge. And, you know, I just love the opportunity to go out there and compete. The NFL Combine's next week in Indianapolis. Uh, the you know measurements uh, were Wednesday, Thursday. You have the bench press, and Friday you have the timing and station and drills and all the, the interviews and all that kind of thing. How are you feeling about what some players have described as a meat market next week? I feel like the Reese's Bowl was uh, like a miniature meat market already. So I low-key already understand what's going to happen, but I know it's going to be big, way bigger than what it was at the Reese's Bowl. But I feel like I'm more prepared for it. I know it's an interview. It's going to be the biggest interview for me. So I just got to go in there, be myself, and just embrace it all. But at the same time, have fun with it and, and show them where everything I'm about. Okay, some of those interviews, they can ask some weird questions. I don't know if you've heard about this. Um, so, <laughs> so, so in, in an order to prepare you for that, let's ask you one of those weird questions, okay? If, oh, Lord. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be, Jamal? What kind of tree? I think I'd be an oak tree. Because that's the only tree I know of. (laughs) 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 And I feel like it's very, like, I feel like it's very old and thick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, thick and sturdy and immovable. Like the the tree in, uh, the tree in Avatar. That's why I feel, I feel like that's like a, one of them big old oak trees. The tree of trees. trees. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good answer. I think you're ready. 
Yeah, I'm ready. So, so Jamal, you obviously have always been in really good shape, but we've started to see some some pictures on social media where you seem to be in even better shape. How is that possible? Oh, trust me, I was not in good shape at all. My hips was bad. I never stretched before. I was like the less the least flexible person you could ever meet. Now I have to stretch like three times a day. So now like I feel like a gymnast, low key. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel good. I got abs to do all the time because football, football, and getting ready for this is totally different. Like football, you can eat whatever you want, low key. I've been on the, the most disgusting diet in the world, but it's getting me ready. I have never eaten. Guess how many salads I eat in a week? In a week? Yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. one a day, seven. I eat like I eat like three a day. Three, three a, day. a day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. So you're a new man. One, one because I like salads, and then two, I think it's just healthy enough, and it goes with it. Like, I can't ask for a cheeseburger; I'm not going to get it. But if I ask for a salad, I get it all the time. You know, so I, I pretty much eat salads like they, like they snacks now. Okay, you know? so so Jamal, if you could get one cheat food, what's the one yeah. cheat food that you would say uh, to your agent Lee Steinberg? Please let me have this. What would it be? Uh, it either be shoot. It either be Baker's. You know, Baker's is in is in uh, the Inland Empire. It's in Southern California. It's delicious. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> or, <laughs> or either Red Robin, In and Out. All right. <sighs> yeah. Can't go wrong with what any of those, Jamal. Those are excellent. Yeah. Jamal. roll. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, good luck at the uh, NFL Combine next week, and we'll catch up with you before the draft. We appreciate the time, brother. Appreciate it. And tell Spencer I miss him. Okay. <laughs> I miss him. We'll, t- tell, we'll him tell him. Miss him. We'll tell him you cried Bye, on the air. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Jamal. Thanks, Jamal. That's Jamal Williams uh, on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Uh, ne- never change, Jamal, please. Jamal is wrong in one aspect. What? I am the least flexible person ever. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing you got wrong. That's the only thing. I, I look, look, okay. Anybody that's seen Jamal knows how athletic he is. I don't think he was struggling with much athletically. Yeah. 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 No, he's doing just fine. And it's great to hear from him. Um, of course, he signed with Lee Steinberg, yep. who is the agent of agents and the super agent. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. We go to our second guest of the segment. We go from the all-time leading rusher to the all-time winningest quarterback at BYU. His name's Max Hall, and he is also on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Max, what's up, man? You're following Jamal Williams. No pressure, bro. Yeah, I actually think it's uh, a little bit of bullcrap that you guys put him ahead of me, but I, I understand <laughs> Jamal Williams. So um, it's got to do it. Good thing I like the kid because uh, I was a little upset he went first. Yeah, you followed John Beck. Uh, I think you'll be just fine. Uh, here on the show yeah, today. Right. So BYU schedules. Well, first, let's talk about this. Jamal Williams, uh, one of the best skill position players to come out of BYU in a while. Uh, where do you think he ends up going in the draft? What do you want to see? Wow, that, that is a tough question. I, I'm not going to try to predict where he goes in the draft, but I do know this. Whatever team picks him up, uh, I think is going to be uh, very happy, and that's a pick well spent because – um, some of the, what Jamal did at BYU, I think, is pretty special, and I think he's gonna—he's a guy that can definitely play at the next level. And um, you know, I'm rooting for him. Jamal's one of those one of those kids where you just you like him so much, you want him to do well. 
he grew so much as a player and as a as a person at BYU and all the adversity he had to overcome and then uh, all the records and things he set. So he's just one of those guys you root for. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to do well. I'm excited for him. Max, what was your reaction yesterday when you saw that BYU scheduled a home-and-home with Tennessee? Well, I I was way excited about it. And I love what Tom Hummel is doing and the schedule that he's putting together. And uh, it shows that we're not afraid to go out and play the best teams in the nation. And um, to schedule a team like Tennessee, if I'm correct, I don't think BYU's ever played Tennessee before. And so to get two games scheduled with them and uh, what Tennessee represents and the tradition and um, uh, to have a chance to play a team like that, I think is going to be fantastic for BYU. What's it like as a former player to see some of these schedules that is lining up in the future? I love it. We're going out and trying to play the best the best teams in the nation. And um, BYU's got to bring it. they got to prepare. they got to get recruits in. they got to continue doing what they're doing and getting better so we can compete with these teams. But I, I love it, and I think BYU fans like it too because um, when, they go, when they go watch the Cougars play, they want to go watch them play the best. Um, they don't want to see you know, teams that BYU's blown out by 50. They want to see them compete with the best around the nation. And um, I think Cougar Nation's excited about it, as am I. Max, who do you think was the best team that you faced during your time at BYU? For me, thinking about your career, the first team I thought of was Oklahoma. Is it somebody other than that, you think? You know, Oklahoma is definitely the first team that comes to mind because when we played them, they, they came into the season ranked number three. You know, um, Sam Bradford and a bunch of those guys that they had coming back. But based on uh, the season they had after us, I don't know if I would say that they were the best team we've played. They're definitely up there. And as I think back of the teams, there's only one team that I lost to, that we lost to twice, and that was TCU um, when they had Andy Dalton. And that was a good football team that they had my junior and senior year. So other than Oklahoma, TCU's right there. Yeah, and it's crazy. You think about the quarterbacks that you had to face opposite you these guys that have been in the league you got it in, into the league as well so that was that was pretty uh pretty fun time in the mountain west it was pretty wild yeah yeah you know the mountain west obviously has some bottom feeder teams but i mean you take us in utah and and tcu i mean we had some really good teams during those years even the utah team my junior year right that went and won the sugar bowl i mean we had some good competitive teams I'm playing against each other. And then, you know, most of my non-conference games were, were Pac-10 teams, um, excuse me, Pac-12 teams. So um, I got to play some of those, but I never got to play, you know, uh, a Tennessee or um, a Wisconsin or some of these teams that BYU is going to play in the future. And, you know, I, I wish I had that opportunity. Max Tanner Mangum's now officially BYU's quarterback. How much can having all of the reps with the ones from day one of the offseason benefit him heading into this year? It's, it's huge for the mental psyche of a quarterback because he's no longer in this kind of QB battle. Um, you know, he's going to get most, if not all, of the reps. And it's also uh, mentally for a quarterback, it's his team now. And he gets to mold it. He gets to, to shape it and become the leader and step into that role. Um, as the guy going in, and uh, I think it goes one of two ways for quarterbacks: they either they either get nervous about it and that that they got to take over, 
or it shoots their confidence sky high, like this is my team, these are my guys, I'm going to get them ready to go play. And I feel like Tanner is the type of person to where he's going to step up to the plate and he's going to have that confidence. And I'm excited to see um, what he does going into the, to the season and preparing the team and obviously what he does during the season. What are your overall thoughts on his skill set specifically? Uh, well, t- Tanner, Tanner um, I mean, can do it all. I mean, he, he's, uh, he's a great pocket passer. He's very accurate. He's got a strong arm. He's mobile enough to where he can move around or where he can boot out and make throws on the run. Um, he just, I, I, the only kind of thing that I've heard about him is that he just needs to get better in the classroom and keep working to really get to know Ty Detmer's offense. And that's what's so exciting about this right now is he has a whole offseason where he's going to get all those reps. You know, I would anticipate he's going to spend a lot of time in the classroom with Ty and with his receivers and getting on the same page. And, uh, you know, it could be an explosive, exciting year offensively for the Cougars. Uh, one of your guys at American Leadership Academy, uh, Donovan Hanna, signed with BYU earlier this month. Uh, tell us a little bit about Donovan and how he uh, got connected with BYU. Yeah, we're all really excited and happy for Donovan. You know, Donovan's a great kid. I think he's everything that BYU wants in a recruit and as a student athlete. You know, he's a 4.0 student. Um, he's a great kid off the field, very kind, respectful. You never have to worry about him. And then, you know, on the field, he's a big um, uh, tight end. You know, he's 6'6", um, 230 pounds. He's got to get a little bit bigger, and he'll do that in the next couple of years, but he catches everything. He runs great routes. The only thing that I didn't do a lot with him is actually put him next to the tackle and put his hand in the ground, so he'll have to learn to do that. But Ty's going to love him because, he's a he catch, like I said, he catches everything. He's a guy you can keep in there in the run game and in the pass game. So we're excited for Donovan, happy for him, great kid. And I think uh, BYU coaching staff and BYU fans are really going to like him when he gets up there. Well, Max, great stuff. We appreciate the time. Always fun to talk to you, and uh, best of luck there in uh, Arizona. Yeah, you guys have me on more often, man. You got, hey, hey, you, you got we it. will. We will. You got it. More than Dennis Pitta, for sure. <laughs> Please do, because your ratings are going to drop big time if you keep putting Dennis on there. All I right? know. We can't have dudes that watch The Bachelor on the show. Anyway, Max, we appreciate the time, brother. <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. See you later. We'll see you, Max. That's Max on the Deseret First Straight. Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Matt, Max could do TV if he wanted. Max Hall is fantastic. Yeah, I think Dennis probably could. We'll see, though. <laughs> He's still playing. He's still playing. Yeah. Our Twitter question today, uh, which is the bigger story today? BYU football schedules Tennessee or BYU hoops versus Portland slash number one Gonzaga? More on that coming up. But first, Spencer Linton on Elijah Bryant's career night. He's going for two picks. And how much did he spend at the Nike employee store? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard live from Studio B with your day-to-day play, sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast, if you missed the original, at 6 Eastern time on BYU TV. Women's basketball hosts Gonzaga tomorrow afternoon on Senior Day. Game time is at 4 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV, BYU Radio, as well as the apps. It's a good thing Spencer Linton's coming back because I ain't got no voice uh, for that after last night's Portland game. (laughs) The Twitter question today, which is the bigger story today? BYU football schedules Tennessee 
or BYU Hoops versus Portland slash number one Gonzaga at Brute DR. Football schedules Tennessee. We already know how this week was going to play out in men's basketball. Another SEC opponent is a big deal. It is a big deal. Use the hashtag BYUSN. We're not playing Big Deal No Deal today. No, that was yesterday. yesterday. Yes, but uh, I like how he tied that in, like bringing the shows together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, He was on last uh, yesterday's show, and he's on today's show. His name's Spencer Linton. He's normally on the show every day, but he's in Portland. He now joins us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Spencer, how you doing, man? I'm good. First and foremost, I would like to thank you for losing your voice on my behalf so that I could visit the City of Roses for the first time ever. Oh, anything for you, man. Absolutely. Let's start with the most <laughs> important hard-hitting question. <laughs> what was the damage at the Nike employee store? Okay, uh, let me put it this way. It may or may not have been $739. Are you serious? Wow. Are you serious right now? <laughs> That's not all for you, I imagine. It's for uh, other people that will pay you back, hopefully. <laughs> other people who said they would pay you back. Yeah, wait a minute. Venmo. Venmo your Venmo better work quick, man. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, oh. the text messages uh, from my wife were fantastic once that transaction went through. Uh, I can Spencer, only imagine. what is this charge I'm seeing coming through on the account? <laughs> This has got to be wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to call. Somebody's got our, credit, somebody's got our credit, account. Credit fraud? What yeah. was this? Yeah. So, Spencer, how many made shots did it take for you to realize that Elijah Bryant was on last night? Uh, about four. I mean, when it was 12 to 3, I was like, okay, Eli is ready to roll. And, and he had an incredible game. What was the reaction like from that crowd? There's always a good BYU contingent there and Elijah Bryant after the game. Absolutely. The... The BYU cheers broke out around uh, the Child Center, which, you know, we've come to know at football games. But when that happened, I was like, wow, there are a lot of BYU fans in the Northwest. And that was cool to see. Uh, it, it was a needed and a valuable road win for BYU for a number of reasons, um, particularly for Eli Bryant, so that he could showcase what he is capable of doing. It's kind of a coming out party for him, obviously. In 39 points, the most scored by any WCC player this year, and to do it on the road was really big for his confidence. And, yeah, the crowd was pleased because this has not been the case for BYU on the road this year. They've, they've struggled a lot. You know, let's call it for what it is. And so for them to come out and just absolutely take it to Portland and never really allow them into the game for the entire 40 minutes, that was that was good to see. And you know, Dave Rose hasn't smiled much this season, but I saw him smile a few times last night. That's good, and BYU got its 20th win, 12th straight season of that. That's incredible. We do it every week, every game. We've got a couple of games to talk about now, so let's get to it. It's going for two. You predict the future? These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. All right, Spencer, we're going to get your uh, results and then we're going to get your picks. So do you remember what you said yesterday, or do you want me to remind you? I, I remember what I said yesterday. All right, what did you say? <laughs> okay, number one. Yeah, awkward pause. What did you say? <laughs> number one, uh, I can't remember the order that they're in, but I do remember. I said BYU uh, would have 12 turnovers or less. I'm not sure if that, again, that's in the right order. That and that lasted until about seven minutes left in the game, <laughs> and then they kind of had a turnover fest uh, late in the second half and ended up, I think, with 15. So 16 right turnovers. There, but, uh, yeah, 15. You know, three off. But I was more pleased 
um, that the bench came through for me. So my super bold prediction, the bench would have 10-plus points. Thank you, Stephen Bayo. Hey, one for two and, uh, and a big road win with Yoli Child not playing. So I will take that all day, every day, one for two. Okay, hey, so now you Steven want to my Gonzaga picks now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You want my Gonzaga picks now? Let's yes. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Number one, it'll be a 20-point game. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, like for which what side? Do, what do you mean it'll be a 20-point game? Well, I just want to give myself some wiggle room. So if Gonzaga... Uh, wins by twenty saying, or less, then I get it, and maybe BYU will win by twenty. Hey, you know both sides, wait, right? So are you calling for twenty plus? I need clarification. <laughs> I'm I'm calling for like BYU the, to to lose by twenty or less. Twenty or less. Yeah, I, or that means if BYU wins, then I also get it. Okay, we'll just mark it down. Wait, so I... Yeah, he's purposely vague because wait, then he can play both sides of this. It's genius. Ben Bagley, how is this allowed? I said <laughs> this exact thing, hey, and I'm I was setting, told I'm that was not bold enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm setting the spread at 20, okay? <laughs> You've given yourself so way he, too many points. <laughs> ben, how is this allowed? I said the same exact thing, and it was, I was Ken told Pom- it was not tough enough. Ken Pomeroy, Ken Pomeroy... 20, has given Gonzaga a 24-point advantage. All right, he said what, it at 24. What's number two? All right, number two, first to 70 wins. That's a thing, right? Yeah, it's, it's a thing. you Gonzaga game? Yeah, yeah. First to 70 wins the game. You're going to get both. You're going to get both. <laughs> okay, safe travels. You're on the call uh, on gymnastics tonight against 22nd-ranked Iowa. So safe travels, and uh, get back here safe, brother. I'll be back. Feel better. Jason, take care of Jerem. I will. That's Spencer Linton joining us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial you're future. You're so defeated already. You're going to win both. I know. I'm so tired. You're just, you're just like, well, he's going to win. The first one's baloney. It'll be a 20-point <laughs> game. I'm not spotting you 20. Come on, man. All right, let's get to uh, review our picks. Okay, I'll go uh, continuing. Eric Meek will have a 20 and 10. Eric. Mika had 19 points and 8 rebounds. Yes. Thanks, Elijah Bryant, for ruining that one. BYU by 11 plus. Swish! Oh, oh what's up? Swish. Off the glass. Swish. Uh, BYU won by 19. So I go one for two. So does Spencer. So I'm still up two. All right. Uh, my going for two picks, which have no bearing on anything. Yeah. Uh, BYU <laughs> will not trail in uh, last night's game. Heck no. Uh, they trailed 2 nothing and then didn't trail the rest of the game. One bucket. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got it wrong. I'm sorry. And then uh, my second one was my nephew, Eric Mika, will score 30+. plus. I think what I you, meant to say was Elijah Bryant was 30+. plus. I think if we review the tape, we'll find that you said <laughs> yeah. Elijah Bryant. So, uh, yeah, I was uh, 0 for 2 in picks that have no bearing on anything. Very nice. Gonzaga picks. You just heard Spencer's. They were garbage. Here are mine. Number one, <laughs> Gonzaga by 17+. plus. The reverse curse. Is my hope here? Okay, okay. So, I like it. Where you're so going I'm with calling this. by, I'm calling for Gonzaga to win by 17 plus in the hopes that what happens is that it's a close game or BYU wins. Okay, number two, BYU will lead by at least six at some point. Gonzaga hasn't trailed by more than five since December 31st. That's out of control. That's insane. <laughs> I'm saying BYU will lead by six plus at some point. I probably should have said three. Jason, what are your okay? Picks? My uh, non-relevant picks. BYU will have a second-half lead. Oh. Yeah. 
Gonzaga has not trailed in the second half. Just saying, they will have a second half lead, and BYU will have a bench player score 15 plus. Whoa, whoa. Yep. That one's the craziest one all year. What are you, Brian Logan? That one's nuts. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Wow, those picks were something else. Coming up, did baseball win in a walk-off fashion? And how did men's volleyball fare without Ben Patch at Stanford? It's all in the Cougar Whipple. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. BYU beat Portland 97-78 last night, led by Elijah Bryant's career-high 39 points. Eric Mika had 19 points, and Stephen Bayo scored 12 off the bench in the win without Yoli Childs, who set out with a sprained ankle. The Cougars will play top-ranked Gonzaga tomorrow at 10 Eastern and ESPN2, BYU Radio, and the BYU Radio app. Football. Cougars announced future games with Tennessee September 7th, 2019 in Knoxville. September 1st or 2nd of 2023 in Provo. UA also announced a game with Trevor Maddich's favorite team, Idaho State, on November 16th, 2019. Volleyball. Third-ranked men's volleyball swept eighth-ranked Stanford last night. Jake Langlois led the team with 14 kills. They play again tonight at 10 Eastern. The game can be streamed on pack-12.com. Women's basketball. The not lady Cougars pulled because there's no such thing as just Cougars pulled away from Portland in the fourth quarter to win 73-60 last night. Senior day versus Gonzaga tomorrow. Big game for Eastern Time on BYU TV, BYU Radio, and the apps. Gymnastics. The Cougars face off against number 22 Iowa tonight at nine Eastern Time. You can watch the match live on BYU TV. Baseball. The Badcats split their doubleheader yesterday, winning the first game against Northern Colorado six nothing and losing the second game in walk-off fashion, 3-2 in 13 innings after walk-off homer by the Spartans. Pitcher Brady Corliss at 12 Ks in seven and two-thirds innings. BYU faces Northern Colorado again today at three and takes on San Jose State tomorrow at five Eastern. Softball. Number 23 softball split a doubleheader in yesterday's Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. The Cougars beat number 11 Georgia 4-0 and lost to number 9 Arizona 9-0 in six innings. Today the Cougars play Louisville, LIU Brooklyn today, and number 18 Texas A&M tomorrow. Tennis. Men's teams in Oregon. Uh, they'll play number 23 Oregon today, number 42 Drake tomorrow. That's a school, not a rapper. Women's tennis lost both. 5-2 against Hawaii. It is both. They're still in Hawaii. They play Long Beach State today in a neutral site match. Future guests include Blaine Fowler and Chris Miles. Today's Rise and Shouts brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most, DexterLive.com. Clearly, Elijah Bryant, 39 points. Yeah, that one's an easy one today. Very nice. Our Twitter question, which is the bigger story today, BYU football against Tennessee in the future, or BYU hoops versus Portland slash number one Gonzaga? The elite tweet of the day. Who was it? Uh, at BYU, loss F Jazz. We don't have a countdown for basketball, so I think we all know that's the answer. So I think we all know. Yeah. Okay, it's football then, I guess. Yeah. Loaded guest lineup today. Hey, awesome. Thanks to Jamal and Max Hall, Spencer Linton as well, plus everybody on the crew. Shows on demand on BYUSN.com. For Jason, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Marty Perry. Big weekend in BYU sports. Notably, men's hoops at number one Gonzaga. That'll do it for us. BYU Sports Nation is back at it Monday at noon Eastern time.